takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us here today as we talk Islanders hockey, and thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We really do appreciate it. We're free and available on all platforms, and we've got a lot to discuss on today's show. The Islanders off until January 13th as far as games are concerned but that doesn't mean there's not a lot happening to this hockey team. We'll talk about what's going on at Islanders practice this week as the team continues to work toward the resumption of game play. We will also be discussing three of the younger players on this roster. Yes, the Islanders are the oldest team in the NHL as far as average age goes, but there are some younger players who are making a difference on this team. We'll talk about that later on in today's show. And uh, an Islander player who was briefly a member of the team and helped them make the playoffs during his short stay on the island. He will be our Islanders' birthday of the day. All that and more coming up on today's show. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a, a topic that you'd like to hear us talk about on the show, Feel free to send us an email, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you give us your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that you happen to want to talk about. We, You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And uh, I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So always great to interact with fans, to give some insight and analysis to games while they're going on, and to answer questions and just talk about what we're all seeing out there. So follow on Twitter and and just uh, great to interact with everybody uh, during games and, and really any time. Let's get started with what's going on around the New York Islanders right now. And look, Barry Trotz still not back with the team, taking care of some personal matters. So Lane Lambert is uh, running practice. And, And look, part of this does have to do with the fact that Lambert, who has been an assistant with Barry Trotz for a long time, Uh, in Nashville, in Washington, now with the Islanders for the last four seasons. You know, a lot of people are saying that Lambert is being groomed to be the next coach uh, somewhere, whether, you know, obviously Trot's not planning on retiring anytime soon, the Islanders' job not up for grabs. But, you know, Trot's is trying to promote Lambert as as a real possibility of being a head coach somewhere, and he probably does deserve it based on everything 
that he has accomplished as an assistant under Barry Trotz. So uh, he's been running things while Trotz is away. And, you know, a lot of this for the Islanders is a question of getting into a routine and working on some of the things that they've tried to work on. Here's what Scott Mayfield had to say. We play a really structured game, and the details are really important to how we play as a team. So it's it's about just getting all those details down. If you do it in practice every single time, it's going to translate over into the game. Not playing games right now, so it's all about just working in practice. Cal Clutterbuck added this. It helps. We've got a, maybe a little older team. I think we know that when you have the opportunity to get a couple of practices in, you can really focus on what you're doing and put some effort into it. It just allows you to be prepared when the puck does drop. And look, the Islanders right now, 5-2-4 and four in their last 11 games. 14 points out of the last 11 games. Not bad. Uh, need to do a little better than that if you hope to get gain some ground and get back into the playoff race. But this is a start. And instead of 5-2-4, two, and four, if they could go, you know, 7-2-2, two, and two, that would, I think, make a big difference. But look, right now, working on things like the power play, which really has uh, been a difference, uh, been better for this team over the last five or six games. And you see the difference as far as how that translates into more goal scoring and more wins. Look, this Islanders team has, as we mentioned, you know, picked up 14 points in their last 11 games. You don't do that without the power play clicking. Now, you also have Brock Nelson and Kyle Palmieri back at practice. Ryan Pulak skating, but still no timetable for his return, and hopefully we'll get a little bit more information on that soon. So, look, NHL rules, by the way, uh, and here, you know, after you test positive and miss time with symptoms, you don't have to get tested again for 90 days. There have been more than a dozen Islander players who have already suffered from COVID and therefore will not need testing for 90 days, or well, a little less than that since, you know, since they actually returned to the lineup. But that should prevent the Islanders from being the cause of any COVID issues and COVID cancellations in the future. Now, whether the potential attendance at games does affect it or other teams coming down with an outbreak of COVID affects it, travels, you know, limitations. There are still things that can make it more difficult. But right now, you know, the Islanders busy working and realistically shouldn't have COVID be a major problem. The only caveat, both goalies, Ilya Sorokin and Simeon Varlamov have not as far as we know, come down with COVID. And therefore, you know, it's possible one or both of them could miss time, but hopefully that will not be an issue. As for Lane Lambert, what he had to say, we're pretty excited at the opportunity to work on stuff that we haven't been able to work on because of the games and because we haven't had a full group with injuries or COVID or whatever. 
we're in a pretty good situation from that standpoint now. So there's things we can work on now and use this time to our advantage because there won't be a lot of practice time after we start again. And there is no doubt about that. So look, uh, as far as the Islanders are concerned, they're in a situation now where after this break, you get the feeling that there's going to be a lot of games and not a lot of time, and hopefully the Islanders will be healthy, free of major COVID outbreaks, and ready to play winning hockey. And using this week, week and a half that they have off in between games is definitely something that will benefit this team once play resumes. And hopefully, hopefully, they will be able to pick up where they left off, or maybe even improve upon where it is they were when they left off and they were playing much better hockey, Islanders-style hockey, when things shut down last week. So, fingers crossed, and hopefully things will improve. We've got a lot more to talk about on today's show. Three young Islanders players who are helping this veteran team gain momentum and play better. We've got that our Islanders' birthday of the day, and a lot more still to discuss on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. So, wanted to talk about three Islanders players who have been difference makers. And I'm going to start with, I think, the one that has been the most obvious, and that is Noah Dobson. Dobson, the third-year defenseman. And look, he started off this season a bit slow. I think a lot of players on this team did. But what we've seen from Dobson more than anything is a growing confidence. And it's, it's not that he wasn't confident in his ability, but he seems much more comfortable right now in what he needs to do, when he can take a chance, when he should gamble, when he should stay back, uh, what he can do to, to, disrupt opposing forwards, when he should pinch, uh, and and just when he has room to skate without hurting the team. And that really is important. Zdeno Chara had this to say about uh, Noah Dobson. He said, basically talking about confidence, that's huge. For anyone who plays this game or any athlete, confidence has a lot to do with your success I think you could see in his game that he's obviously making some plays being there for us in crucial times. He's using his hockey sense, his skating ability, and obviously he's playing really, really well right now. Another veteran defenseman, Adam Pellick, added this about Dobson. He's been playing great lately. He's obviously a super talented player. I've known that since the first time I saw him play, and it's really all coming together for him, especially this last month or whatever it's been. He's taking his game to a new level, and we're all thrilled to see it. And it's vital, vital for the Islanders that Dobson comes through because he is really the only bona fide puck-moving defenseman out of the starting regular six that this team places on the ice. Robin Sallow, yeah, he has the potential to be that, but he's kind of where Dobson was a year or two ago, not quite ready confidence-wise to put it all together. He's the, He has the talent. He has the ability. He needs the experience and that little extra touch of confidence, and hopefully he'll get it. Meanwhile, two forwards that are younger that I wanted to touch on. 
One is obviously Kiefer Bellows, and we've seen him starting to play more of his style. And Bellows, 23 years old, and, you know, that that's the time that, you know, you drafted at 18. It's been five and a half years since the Islanders drafted Bellows, and you start thinking, well, maybe he's not going to pan out. You know, by the time you're 23, you're not so much a young prospect anymore. It's more or less expected that by 23, a first-round draft choice is going to start paying dividends. Well, there are two groups that that may be a little bit of an exception for, defensemen and power forwards. Those two groups take a little longer to reach their full potential. And Bellows is more or less a power forward. Right now, five of the last seven games, he has been getting a point, three goals, seven points in seven games. And it's not just that. You know, we've talked so much on this podcast how a Barry Trotz team, young players, it's not necessarily what they do with the puck. It's what they do without the puck that also matters to the coaching staff. Are you sound defensively? Do you back check? Do you, do you stay within the framework of the defensive system that this team lays out so carefully and plays meticulously? Because if you don't, you're kind of hurting the team on the back end, even if you're helping them up front. But Bellows, basically, again, a lot like Dobson, starting to feel more confident. And that's what Lane Lambert had to say. He says he sees that Bellows is a little bit more comfortable and confident and I think that's basically been the key for him. So, yeah, uh, and, and and Bellows is being more physical. He is being more aggressive. And unlike so many other players on this team, Kiefer Bellows is not afraid to shoot the puck. And that does make a big difference because the Islanders need that. And as long as Bellows can continue to play well away from the puck and be smart away from the puck. He'll keep producing offensively. He'll he'll be physical. He will play sound away from the puck and he will help this Islanders team in without question and give them a little of the juice that they need. The other player obviously who's been out of the lineup a bit lately, the young player who I think is really helping this team, obviously Oliver Wallstrom and the Islanders really, really need Wally back in the lineup. You look at the statistics, eight goals, 15 points in 26 games, but here's the thing. For Oliver Wallstrom, right now, Wally leads the Islanders, leads the Islanders in shots on goal. And here's a guy who has missed a number of games, still first on the team. More shots than Matthew Barzal. More shots than Kyle Palmieri, Anders Lee, Anthony Bavillier, Brock Nelson, J.G. Pajot. The Islanders need Wally, a guy who's not afraid to shoot the puck, to go to the net, who has a heavy shot and really does add that element of offense. And again, Wallstrom now uh, getting more comfortable, getting more confident, really understanding where he fits in and another benefit of Oliver Wallstrom. 
Seven of his 15 points, almost half, have come when the Islanders are on the power play. And they benefit from having Wallstrom out there and able to contribute on the power play. It makes a big difference to this team to have a guy like Wallstrom out there. So Bellows and Wallstrom out on the ice on the active roster at the same time. I think that would help fortify the offense that this team needs to show they can provide. And those young players really are going to be difference makers for the New York Islanders as we move ahead to the next part of the schedule. So we'll keep an eye on them, but these are three young players who really do hold the key to the future of the New York Islanders. When we come back, we'll have our Islanders birthday of the day and more. So stay with us. More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website. To sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, just use the promo code Locked On to get started. That's Locked On. One word, you'll get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just for listening to the Locked On Islanders podcast. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take all of advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. So check out Bet Online where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, we want to wish a very happy birthday to former Islanders forward Richard Zednick. Zednick, 46 years old today. And uh, that is obviously, you know, Zednick, Islander fans may not remember a lot about Richard Zednick. And why? Because Richard Zednick was only an Islander for a brief, brief period of time. And, you know, he was acquired at the trade deadline in 2007, the same day that Ryan Smith was acquired. And he was designed, brought in, just to give the Islanders a boost trying to make the playoffs back in 2007. And look, Zednick came, did his job with the Islanders, but didn't play with them for a long time. He was an Islander for 10 regular season games, five playoff games, one goal, three points, two penalty minutes, broke into the NHL after being drafted in the 10th round of the 1994 draft by the Washington Capitals, The native of Slovakia made his NHL debut one game in 1995-96 with the Caps, moved on to Montreal in 2000-2001, and then back to Washington in 2006-2007, was traded to the Islanders at the trade deadline, then went on to play two seasons with the Florida Panthers before going to the KHL, the Slovak League, and the Swedish Elite League to close out his career in 2010-2011. For his NHL career, 745 games, 200 goals even, 379 points, 563 penalty minutes, add 48 Stanley Cup playoff games, 
16 goals, 26 points. Five of those playoff games came with the New York Islanders. We're going to look at one of his better games with the Isles. We take you to the St. Pete Times Forum on March 20th, 2007. Islanders and the Lightning, Rick DiPietro, the goalie for the Isles. Johan Holmquist was in net for Tampa Bay and only one goal in the first period. With Freddie Meyer off for holding, Eric Perrin scored a power play goal for the Lightning. His 12th from Jason Ward and Brad Richards at 920. 1-0 Tampa Bay. Islanders down one after one. In the second period, Vincent LeCavalier scored his 49th goal of the year. Martin St. Louis and Doug Janik with the assists at 150. Isles down 2-0. Not looking so good, but 14 seconds after LeCavalier scores our Islanders' birthday of the day, Richard Zednick gets his seventh goal of the year, his first as an Islander. Randy Robitaille, the only helper at 204. Islanders back in it, down 2-1. to one. Then, midway through the second period with Mike Sillinger off for hooking, Richard Park gets a shorthanded goal for the Islanders. His sixth, Ryan Smith and Tom Pody with the assist at 10-13. Tie game, Islanders 2 and the Lightning, too. Miro Shatan gives the Islanders the lead late in the second. His 25th from Victor Kozlov and Richard Zednick, our Islanders' birthday of the day. Time of that goal, 17-24. Isles up 3-2 after two. Things looking up. But in the third, Jason Ward ties it for Tampa Bay. His fifth, Ruslan Fedotenko and Dan Boyle with the helpers at 421. We go to overtime, tied at three. And in the overtime, Philip Kuba wins it for Tampa Bay, his 12th from Eric Perrin and Brad Richards. Islanders fall in this one in OT, 4-3. They were outshot 40-24 in this game. Rick DiPietro, 36 saves. But for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Richard Zednick, one goal, two points, a plus two, and he scored on two, one of the two shots on goal he took. So Zednick, in his brief 10-game stint with the Islanders, had three points, and two of them came in this particular game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Either way, we wish wish Richard Zednick a very happy 46th birthday. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day, and, you know, tomorrow we will have a current Islander as our Islanders' birthday of the day, so make sure you join us for that. Hopefully, the Islanders are going to put this practice time to very good use. There's a lot of things they can work on. Uh, We've talked about the power play, the penalty kill, and obviously breaking out of your own zone, that transition game. It's something they've been doing better over the last five or six games, but it is something they really need to work on. And and then I think the other thing is just reacclimating everybody to their line mates and their teammates once the team is back at full strength, and has all of the players that they want to have available, available on the roster. It really does make a difference. There's no question about that. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets. It's your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Have a great day, everybody. We're sort of closing things out on this uh, break, and uh, the latest break that the Islanders have. Have a great day. 
Stay safe. Thanks for listening and being a member of the Locked On Islanders family. And of course, let's go Islanders.